0: You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. What you are about to hear is real. The prophets wrote of a time when the signs of the end would be seen. This is where Bible prophecy and current events collide. This is Unsealed. Yes, indeed, friends. Uh, This is Unsealed, the official podcast of Wings of the Eagle. Christopher Manti, your humble host here. Um, As always, uh, I'd love to hear from you if you're participating live right now on YouTube or Facebook or X or even on the end time church app, please let me know. Just say hello. If you have any question, comment, concern, or what have you love to hear from you. And, um, you can reach me yet at, at the X platform formerly on his Twitter. You see below there Manti four at Manti four. That's mine. And, uh, I try to share as much as I can to, um, what I think is interesting and relevant, and uh, hopefully no bull, right? No fake news. Um, it's a great tool there at that at that platform most of the time. So uh, follow me there if you'd like. Uh, but this is the official podcast again of Wings of the Eagle. We are brought to you 100 by your giving. So please, if this blesses you, um, ask the Lord what you should do in return and do that today. We depend on it. There's no other backing here. It's just you guys, us together. Hello, Judy. Bless the Lord. So, if you uh, do not know me, I'm a pastor. Yes, I've been a Christian since I was eight years old. Um, born again, and um, highly imperfect, uh, wayward. Um, avoided my calling for a long time. Got into other stuff. Um, not evil stuff, but still not what God called me to do, and etc. Anyway, and um, then in July, uh, we had a hearing in the Congress um, that really kind of made me listen up to the Lord a little closer on this particular topic to say that, boy, there really could be something to this. The church is not in any way uh, ready or prepared because either we don't think it's real, we just completely think it's irrelevant or we think it's all demons, and that's it, and we don't give it another second of thought as far as what we euphemistically today call UAPs or NHI. UFOs, basically, or non-human intelligence. Now, a lot. Unfortunately, many of these people who are interested in these things, in disclosure, in what the government is covering up, and they are, it, it's coming out literally day by day. Um, more things are being re- revealed against their will. Um, things are being disclosed one way or the other, it seems. And um, so it's not that there's there's nothing being hidden. Of course there is. But we have a promise from Jesus, number one, that nothing that is hidden will not be revealed. It's, you can't hide it. It's all coming out. Okay. Um, but here's something I want us all as Christians, and as a Christian, I'm saying this because most of this, these people who are into this and are following along and are, are in the Congress, you know, um, following the day by day of this legislation that's trying to be passed right now, and, and the ins and outs of uh, the CIA's involvement and the Pentagon's involvement and the coverups and all this stuff, most every one of them are non-Christian, humanists, atheists, um, hopeless, want aliens to be real type of people. That's great, but that's not my point of view. And that's probably not yours. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for sharing. It, should, it goes without saying, but yet we have to say it every time anyway. Please like and share this video right now. Just hit the button. Okay, thanks. Um, thank you, Brian. There he is. Hello, Judy. I saw you there. Thank you for checking in. Um, anyway, so from a Christian point of view, we don't have a lot of representation. Okay, we just don't. Uh, and I'm not a mocker, and I'm not a debunker. Uh, I I, I want to know what's true, because Jesus is the truth. Um, but there'll be things that are going to shock us that are coming in the end times. We should know that. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken, right? This is Bible. This is not conspiracy hour. Um, and I have a disdain after years of either being in it myself or or being around people who who try to advance conspiracy theories every single day I hate them I hate them they're evil they're stupid um they're confusing they get us off track but sometimes the conspiracies are actually real very few times um but this is one of them and what I want us to try to do and I'm going to pull up the scripture here real quick I don't know how long this I'm going to go here today I don't have a lot of time uh, but feel free to, again, to check in yourself. I've got two scriptures to go over, and I want you to look at it um, from a non-human technology point of view. Non-human, non-human, not secret American programs, non-human. It doesn't mean um, aliens necessarily. It it might. Maybe it's a crypto-terrestrial Technology. What does that mean? In other words, it's another physical race of beings, but they're not from another planet. They're from here. That's possible. Um, they're under the oceans. They're underground. They're just they camouflage real well. I don't know, but the point is, we got to be open to these things, because the fact is that there are technologies flying around, usually in a spherical, um, you know, c- circular, uh, orb shape that nobody can explain nobody no government no military nobody nobody's taking responsibility for it it's not our stuff and they're being seen all over the world regularly and can do things at every altitude and every speed imaginable and every angle of travel things that we can't do we don't know how it's done it's like like laws of physics kind of stuff we don't know how that's possible. Um, Yakubu, are you a real person? Some, it's great. Okay. I get a lot of comments that say things like that. Good job. This sounds great. And they're fake, fake people. They're just bots or whatever. So please don't be a bot. Thank you. Um. Anyway, let's go over the scripture on this. Non-human technology. So it doesn't mean aliens from another planet necessarily. It doesn't mean uh, another creature. It doesn't necessarily mean angels But they could be. All those things could be. Those are non-humans. We should know. We shouldn't laugh at that term. We should know that, as Christians, there are non-humans in the Bible, right? Of course there are. There are other creatures that God made that are not people. Highly intelligent creatures. Satan is a creation of God and is not a human. The angels are creations of God and not a human. The four... Living creatures around the throne of God in Revelation Ezekiel, etc. They are creations of God. They're creatures, but they're not human. Demons. I guess, I don't know if you want to call them a creation of God, but they're a creation and they're not human. Or at least they're not anymore. Right? So, like, this term shouldn't offend us um, or make us ridicule. But the point is, there is technology out there that, as far as we know, unless there are future people and there's time travel and all that kind of wacky stuff, um, something's being flown around that is not human. And so here's what I want you to look at. Two scriptures here that, in the light of possibility, these are prophecies that are soon to come, that haven't happened yet, soon to come, but look at it through the lens of possibly non human technology being what these are talking about. I've never, you know, I'm not standing on this rock or trumpeted it for, it's not my thing, okay? It's just a thought that I think we should dedicate some prayer and thought to. The second seal, uh, another horse, a red one went out. This is Revelation chapter six, obviously, Revelation six, verse four a red horse went out and to him who sat on it it was granted to take peace from the earth and that people would kill one another and a large sword was given to him other translations say a mighty sword and there was slaughter everywhere um it, this means it's a different th- greater newer uh, improvement advancement something that doesn't exist before now, a great sword. It's bigger than every other sword. What could that be? Now, I I know if you've studied with me or my ministries or church, you know that this is the nation of Iran, that this red horse represents the, uh, the place of Iran and Persia, and they're going to launch a war against their neighbors. That's true, not Israel, but their immediate neighbors. And they're going to have some kind of weapon that's unbelievable in its destructive power. Up till now, you can say, well, I know they have a nuclear program, right? They're trying to get a nuke. This must be what it means. I just kind of always settled there too, but I'm like, now wait a minute. Is that really all it is? We've been studying Zechariah as well on Monday night at End Time Church, and um, and then this came up there as well because we have the four horsemen there in in Zechariah chapter six. um, Also, but... Um, And there's some weird things in Zechariah 5 and 6, like UFO type stuff that we should think about. But the point is, um, this is a different, it seems to be a different weapon. Now, if, if Iran creates a nuclear weapon, it would be a nuclear weapon, a one singular, or maybe one or two or three. Okay, whatever they can create uh, in secret on their own is nothing that Israel is far outgunned them. There's no competition. Pakistan has way more than Iran does, if, just assume they have one. India, way more than Iran, and way bigger and more powerful stuff. And Russia would dwarf anything that Iran could do, and Europe, with NATO, all that. It really, the point is, even if they had a nuclear weapon, I'm beginning to think this is not what it's talking about at all. It's something much, much worse worse. So this great sword, keep just let's pray about it, let's think about it, let's put put it through the old hopper up there, okay? In our prayer time and in our brains. What if this great sword, this mighty sword that's never been seen before is actually non-human technology? Whether it's the crafts that we're seeing, whether it's some kind of invention based on this technology that can uh, circumvent physics or, or, or time and space, or. Because once we start looking into this guys, if we're really serious and we're really honest, this stuff is real and it's really doing bending our understanding of how the world and the universe works. Um, So could God allow this? Of course he could. Is this technology, is this UFO, UAP, non human technology actually what is the sword that no one can fight? And in Daniel chapter eight and chapter seven, it's clear that the the Persian, end time Persians, which are the Iranians today, are going to just invade and nothing's going to stop them. It says nothing will stop them. No other nation can do a thing to stop it. They want to, but they can't. So this is some kind of superior weapon. Okay? So just consider that in that Scripture. And one other place is in Revelation chapter 12. And I wrote a book on this subject called Flee to the Mountains. That one. Okay? And part of it is the, the the goal of it is to show everyone the church's responsibility to Israel in the last seven years of the age, not just the last three years, the last three and a half, but the whole seven years. There's two different sections of that last seven years, and will re- require different things of us. But and yes, we're going to be here, the church, um, unless you're dead. So part of this in chapter one or two, been like four years now. Give me a break. I uh, believe chapter one there is a section on Revelation 12 and how we are to basically give refuge to the Jewish people who will listen to us and flee to the mountains. That's how the story goes. Um, so look at it again from this point of view with these this possibility of a new technology. You have a story here in Revelation 12 of the ancient battle and the devil and Israel and the and Jesus born and who Satan tries to devour when he's born, but he's he fails, obviously. He he goes to the cross as intended. He rises from the dead and is brought up to God. Then there's war in heaven. Nope. Wait, but there's a first three and a half years first. The woman fled where she had a place prepared by God so that she would be nourished for 1,260 days. That's the first half of the three and a half years. Uh, Excuse me, the first three and a half of the last seven. Then we have the great war in heaven where Michael versus Satan happens. Satan is cast down and his angels were cast down with him. And it says those who are on the earth now have to overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony and become martyrs when faced with death. He only has a short time. That's why he's so mad. What short time? Three and a half years. That's his short time. That's the last three and a half years of the age. Here's the point. When the dragon saw he was thrown down to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. In other words, who gave birth to Jesus? That's the Jewish nation, the Jews, the woman, Israel. But, and by the way, you might notice the name of my ministry here, but the two wings of the great eagle were given to the woman so that she could fly to the wilderness with the desert, to her place where she was nourished for a time, times, and half a time, three and a half years, away from the presence of the serpent. And the serpent hurled water like a river out of his mouth after the woman so that he might cause her to be swept away with the flood. But here's where I want you to think about non-human technology. The earth helped the woman And the earth opened its mouth and drank up the river which the dragon had hurled out of its mouth. Could it be? And so the dragon was so enraged with the woman, went off to make war with the rest of her. In other words, he can't kill all the Jews because they listened to the Christians who told them to get out of Judea and flee to the mountains. And they went to this particular place where the mountains are, which we show in the book, flee to the mountains, where exactly they are. And no, it's not America. And no, it's not in some other country. It's just right next door to Israel. Um... So they listened, and they, for some reason, they can't be harmed. They literally are protected. Daniel 11 says exactly where these locations are, where they the Antichrist can't penetrate and Satan can't harm the Jews. But here's something just weird. The earth helped the woman? Anyway, put that in the category of potentially non-human technology. So the dragon was enraged with a woman, the Jews, because he can't kill them all, and went off to make war with the rest of her children who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus, that is the Christian, the Gentile Christians, who just helped those Jews. That's who he's mad at next. Anyways, consider those two um, passages in this context, that maybe, just maybe, two major events in prophecy, in Bible prophecy, what God has spoken is coming in the near future to us, what we believe is the near future, might might actually depend on and might be actually this new technology that we call non-human technology, non-human intelligence behind a technology we don't currently understand. Could it be that that is what the great sword in the hand of the red horseman is? And could it be that that is what helps the woman, the Jews who flee to the mountains, to be safe? Could God, you, it's like this scripture says what God, what the enemy has intended for evil, God has turned for good? Could it be just that simple? Anyways, what are your thoughts here? Okay. Um, by the way, if you're listening on Spotify or anywhere else on the podcast I love you but you can't participate you have to be watching um Judy says uh, she's quoting uh, Ecclesiastes verse uh chapter 1 verse 9 in the King James version by the way okay I know some people love the King James thing that hath been is what shall be and what which is done which shall be done there is no nothing there's nothing new under the sun meaning I'm not questioning you just clarify for me Judy what do you mean by that I mean, I know what God means, but what do you mean by it, by quoting it? Jeremiah says, this is a fascinating subject. Well, yes, it is. I agree with you, sir. Not many of us think that, by the way. If you're a Christian like me, many of us just ignore it. Uh, Slipknot Ricky. Hello, Ricky. Is that the band or... Something more sinister there in your name. um Genesis 6, yes, sons of God meet with human women. Yes, that happened. Jesus said the angels of God neither marry or are given in marriage. Are there different types of angels? He didn't actually say that. He said in the resurrection you will be like the angels, neither marrying or given in marriage. Okay, that might mean asexual, but it might not. It might just mean they don't get married because there's no reason to because potentially what it means is the when remember Adam was created first and then Eve was created for his wife to procreate the species so the theory goes that females um, are a human only thing and that in you know. In a way of thinking, angels are only male. So, it's possible that they have male parts and they always do. And that's why they could reproduce. Okay? That's one possibility. The other, not that there are different types, but that they're all the same and that there's never been a chance to, you know, do anything sexually and they took advantage of that. Or It means that they did genetic manipulation and they took some of their genes somehow, maybe not the old-fashioned way or the way that we're used to, um, that they took some of their genetic material and combined it with the woman's genetic material and impregnated them in another way. Hopefully that helps. All Jews are demons? You got yourself banned, my friend. Bye bye. Ridiculous. Banish that in the name of Jesus Christ. Liars. Come on. Um, David. Hello, David on YouTube says, "I ju- well." First of all, I got to make sure I'm checking out my my End time Church app as well. Hold on, David. Okay, uh, I just heard a John MacArthur sermon um identifying the red horse rider as Christ well he's you know, i've never heard him or anyone else say that so he's wrong he was saying the myrtle trees are Israel no, it's calling about Zechariah now uh like it was plain as day i really can't see it well you shouldn't see it cuz it's false it's completely false i'm i literally i'm teaching through revelation as we speak at my local church last night wednesday night i just covered those two first two horsemen in revelation 6 just last night white and the red and the white the first thing i mentioned on that is almost all these regular old bible teachers like good old macarthur i'm sure says the white horseman is the antichrist that's not correct that's not what it says. Why do we assign him a personal role? Okay, fine. Then the red rider is, is actually Jesus. Uh, what about the black one? Who's that? Someone who comes after Jesus? Come on. And then death and Sheol come after that? Come on. Right? No. he's uh, if, if that's really what John MacArthur said, he is very wrong. Exactly. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Hello, Marisol on Facebook. Bless you, sister. Can you briefly explain what is non-human technology? Well, it means te- the phrase just means anything created not by humans. Now, if we, for example, we're talking about Genesis 6. If I'm just trying to keep it scriptural here. If we're talking about Genesis 6 and po- the possibility of a... Um, non-traditional impregnation of women, okay, you'd have to have some type of technology for that, wouldn't you? There's some kind of tool, some type of operation, some type of device or something, technology, we call it, um, to get that done. Um, And then on top of that, if you accept the book of Enoch, not the sequels to Enoch, but the original that Jude quotes in the New Testament, and we know is was found in the Dead Sea Scrolls era, so it's BC, um, that Zechariah actually quotes as well. Um, Enoch says that the fallen angels, the the ones who came down to Mount Hermon, to actually procreate with the women of Genesis 6, taught um, mankind a lot of technologies, right? How to build weapons, how to do instruments how to do things so they actually taught them technology so they're non-humans and they're they have technology so we that's Bible okay now in in what we're seeing flying around our skies and if you follow me on Facebook you I just I post this stuff pretty regularly now for whatever you might think of it every level of every place in that you can look for whether just normal folks or airline pilots, U.S. military people, the Pentagon itself is admitting that there are thousands of UAP, or unidentified aerial phenomena, things flying in the sky that are metallic, solid, things that are capable of great speeds, can fly at any altitude, can form, perform, uh, they have no th- signatures for propulsion. They don't know how they're flying at all. They can go into the water. They can go into the air. They can go into space. Um, We've seen these. It's recorded. It's a fact. What are they? Because everything that you've ever seen about them is, that's not our stuff. We didn't do that. We don't know how to do it. And if we did figure it out, it's because we actually have someone else's uh, blueprint. We've reverse engineered it. And that's not weird. I mean, that's standard. If we find us some kind of new weapon or new vehicle from the Chinese government or something, a military, we're going to go grab it and say, Oh, what's that? How does that work? I don't, we don't have that one. Let's try to make it because we want one. Basically, we want to be able to kill people or spy on people like they are. (sighs) That's our goal. Um, so yes, the, the, the reality of seeing a strange or, uh, Exotic craft or machine or technology that we don't understand and we don't have, our first reaction would be to go grab it. And if they're flying around to bring it down, shoot it down, uh, especially if it's in our country's airspace, which they are, over our nuclear facilities and so forth, still to this day, uh, aircraft carriers, I mean, the most sensitive places you can be, they're just flying around um so they'll go grab them and they'll try to reverse engineer it they'll try to say how does that work we want one <laughs> or we want to use, want to know how to this does this does that okay that's non-human technology because no humans on earth have made it and yet here it is some people would see aliens in that some people see time traveling some people see wormholes some people see angels some people see demons but it's not human that's what with the realization that's coming to the world. Hmm. hope that helps Marisol. Bond servant. You never have to be sorry for being anytime you want. Hey, Gary, brother, Gary, some people call him father, Gary, I believe I'm going to have an age where I'm ready to go home. Well, don't I'm with you. I am with you, dude. Uh, and I'm not, I guess I'm not of the age that you are, but 48 years is, seems like plenty. Uh, I'm ready to go. I, I hear you. But not in our hands, right? God has measured out our, our years, and we got to deal with it. And if, if we're not supposed to love our lives even when faced with death like we just read, then so be it, right? Take a psalm. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, does that really help, Marisol? If I'm not being clear, tell me. Hey, John, welcome, brother. Uh, we know from Enoch that the angels were mixing metals to create idols, so they had advanced information regarding creating new metal objects. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, for uh, and that's the testimony that we have from that book. Now, there's not uh there's not a lot more. <laughs> there's not a lot more, but like I've been saying since since July, it's a mistake, I think. It might be right that it's all fallen angel technology, but it might not be. It might be God's. He might be sending angels. He might be sending other creatures. He might have other creatures in the unseen realm, in the invisible places. And that's not that shouldn't be strange to say. That's, that's the Bible, right? We know for a fact. That there are other creatures that are not human that hang around in areas that we can't see, that God made. That's a true statement. the The and we got to come to grips with that fact. The the point is, God may be allowing them to visit us or to break through that unseen um, veil to perhaps like interact with us here before the return of Jesus that's possible doesn't necessarily mean that they're evil he could be using this technology even for something good if you look at revelation 12 i'm just i'm i'm not speaking with any kind of sure you know sure about any of this i'm not but we should keep an open mind about it if god doesn't speak plainly on something then we got to be watchful And, yes, use our discernment and all that, but it's also possible, John, that even though we might not like it or we might not fit into our theology very well, there could be other creatures that God made that are not humans, that are not angels and not evil. Um. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Marisol. Yeah, we should ponder, investigate more. We should. I mean, there's a lot of information out now, especially the last six months. Um, could be Slipknot says could be wonders. What are wonders? Things you can't explain that make you wonder. Mm-hmm. Lying wonders is that we re- like Thessalonians that that phrase. False signs, lying wonders miraculous-looking things. Yeah, like we can't explain it any other way. Now, I believe when when the ultimate expression of that is when Satan is here, and the the um, Antichrist is, is you know, all his power, and the false prophet is all his power, right? That time is a very supernatural time. Um, we're going to be able maybe to not explain at all how they do what they do, um, but it's still within God's universe, um, of ability of technology, maybe when he says he's going to call fire or lightning down, um, from heaven on demand, that sounds really crazy. You know, like, how is that possible? Well, it's some type of electromagnetic, um, power. Maybe it's not so hard to understand Uh, yes, I would say at least some of the light orbs could be good angels, but the metal UFOs with hybrid creatures are more likely Satan's Nephilim. That's my view. Well, ne- here's the, the we're, we're tossing around a lot of vocabulary words that may not be appropriate. Um, there are orbs, but here's the thing, John. Some of them, they're metallic, but they light up. So some of them just have lights and some don't or they choose to have lights and then choose not to and choose to be seen and then choose not to be seen. There's I mean, there's video of these things and not crazy, you know, old cell phone videos. I mean, actual. There's high quality stuff um, and lots of scientific type of evidence. So, yeah, some of them have lights and some don't. Some change shape. Some uh, you're looking at them one direction and they look like a, a ball, and you look at them from another direction and they look like a tic tac or a triangle. <laughs> Does that mean they're are they really metallic in that in that way? Maybe they're made of some other material. Um, and and they. D- demonstrated over and over they can appear and disappear and re and go through things and even though they're made of metal you know what i mean so again it could be the same thing dependent what makes it good or evil is the pilot or the intelligence behind it not the actual device right What? who's actually piloting the thing or controlling it. That's what makes it a tool of good or evil. And when you say hybrid creatures, again, I'm not sure that that's true either. Who's to say they're hybrid creatures? Who's to say there are any creatures? Um, There might be, and they might be hybrid, and they might not be. Maybe they're just creations of God from somewhere else on the earth. Maybe they're under the earth. Maybe they're under the sea. Maybe they live in the atmosphere. Maybe they've learned to... um, or or know how to cloak themselves you know so they can't be seen maybe they've been here all along doesn't mean from another planet it doesn't mean not it's you see what i'm saying it's like we just don't know we can't we can't assume that we know if the bible doesn't speak about something we can't say that we know we can say we need more information i love sci-fi but Gosh, this idea could be real is well interesting, to say the least, yeah. Moi? Are you speaking French now? Come on. I don't speak French. Uh, the I'm surprised I could read that, actually. Oops. Sorry, John. Uh, may also question why some angels are, quote, living creatures. What type of life is that? Right. And well, I wouldn't even call them angels. You're talking about the four on the throne, right? The four Zoi or Zoon in the Greek um in Revelation um or the you would call them seraph um in Isaiah. Um I wouldn't call them an angel, actually. It's de- it's not the same. That's the point. You're right. <laughs> You're right. That's that's a different kind of life. God created something different, and it's not human at all. It doesn't even look human. Only it says, remember they have four faces, and one of them looks like a man, and the other three don't. So, yes, and who's to say that the? Here's what I'm trying to get at. I think who's to say that the the creatures in the um the creations of God that we do see in the scripture? Who's to say those are the only ones? it's a it's a really um it's a really arrogant dangerous situation if we think those are the only ones possible well God clearly demonstrates uh that he could make whatever he wants whatever he wants he doesn't have to tell us about it I'm just saying maybe right um bonterm says the old Air Force man I knew when I lived in Roswell you lived in Roswell? Oh, come on. We got to talk later. Uh, when I lived in Roswell, he, he swore the craft with alien writing was the real deal. I, I didn't know you lived in Roswell. Yeah, there's this, there's a kind of a rich history about that. And yes, apparently some of these things, including things from New Mexico that were found, apparently, have hieroglyphics or glyphs on them, not necessarily... Hiero- like from Egypt hieroglyphics, but very similar to those actually. Um, what's that about? <laughs> what's that about? Um that it, that may doesn't preclude human beings being involved because we can do hieroglyphics, but like why would why, a dead language or a language that no one understands kind of glyphs that makes no sense for modern man, does it? Does it? Doesn't to me. Oh, oh Hawaii. Oh, okay, Maui. Okay, yes, please. Let's go to Hawaii, brother. I'm with you. Um, I thought Jesus was saying that in heaven. Pro, David, sorry, David, saying I thought that Jesus was saying that in heaven prior to the resurrection, that those dead in the Lord would do no marrying. No, actually, he says in the resurrection. Remember, because he was challenged by the Pharisees, or maybe it's the Sadducees. Sadducees believe there is no resurrection. Remember, yeah, that's who it was. They said in the resurrection, this woman had seven or uh, seven husbands, right? And they kept dying. And so in the resurrection, which you know, which wife will she be? Or which husband will she be of whatever? And he's saying you err, not knowing the power of the scripture or, or the power of God or the or the scriptures. You don't know what you're talking about. In the resurrection, they shall be as the angels, neither marrying nor given in marriage. So he's not saying prior. Uh, can I order my real lightsaber? We may have to wait till. Oh, you know what? At this rate, pfft, David, I, uh, lightsabers may be on Amazon next next year. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, I'd like one as, as well. By the way, i put put in my pre order. Um, for that sweet, sweet gear. But um, yeah. Or we wait till the millennium. Or maybe Jesus just says, "You know what? Stop wishing for swords." Okay, I don't know. Uh, Ricky says, "What if, uh, what if all of these sightings are, des- are a desensitizing campaign to prepare us for the revealing of the existence of aliens, possibly by the government or even the aliens themselves? Desensitizing? Well, it's not doing a very good job um, because most people laugh at it." Um, and it's been a- at least 80 to 100 years of interaction with the biggest military government on earth, and they haven't been doing anything to prepare us for anything, they're just kind of doing whatever they feel like. Uh, they don't usually appear to us as a group, right? It's not a million people saw this last night, it was like, I'm gonna go hover over your nuclear weapons and turn them off because I can. I'm going to go fly around your aircraft carriers with 10 or 20 or more orbs just because I can. I'm going to go to Russia, and I'm saying things that are documented have happened. Uh, I'm going to go to Russia and show up at their nuclear um, missile silos and turn them on like they're going to launch because I can. In fact, when the, I'm going to be in Russia and the Russians are going to send fighters after me to shoot me down and I'm going to shoot them down instead or make sure they crash and never, never touch me. All that has happened. So I don't know about desensitized. it. If, and when this, whatever, um disclosure is whatever it means whatever we we end up discovering um it's going to be a shock regardless there's no there's not going to be a desensitization of anything it's going to be c- cataclysmically shocking especially if there's some kind of technology that you know the standard line is they don't want to reveal it because It's it's there's a new energy, um, a way of creating energy that's limitless and free. So imagine everyone on planet Earth could have free energy for life. And all of a sudden, the whole trillion, multi-trillion dollar, whatever it is, oil industry is no longer needed. Or natural gas. Or solar. Or wind. For example, I'm not saying that's true. I don't know but that's the claim one of the claims um that that's what this is about and that's why they're keeping it a secret the government i don't know i don't know but like for things like that you can't you can't desensitize someone that's a good thing right wouldn't that be good it's it's neutral it's not you know it's not anti-christ it's just wow that's cool um I'm sorry, I'm being texted right now. I may have to leave. All right. I'm being paged right now. Um, yes, Ricky, I, I do think it absolutely will challenge the faith and kill the faith of many Christians because they've been they haven't had thought about it or they've been taught wrongly about it or just aren't prepared. Um, again, yeah, I hear you, John, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It could be all bogus. And that's great that they have those opinions. It doesn't mean it's a fact. It doesn't mean that's what's going to come of it. It might, but it might not. Disclosure of the wrath of God. Well, eventually, okay, but don't be a smart guy, William. We're not there yet, all right? All right, friends, that's it. I got to go. Uh, Thanks for the discussion. Please share this, support this ministry. We need you. Um, If this blesses you, please return the blessing. And Lord willing, we'll be back soon on Unsealed. Take care.